Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. How's it going? Oh, man, it's crazy over here. <laughs> How's it going with you? Great. Yeah. Can't complain. I got a new fridge. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Not, that, look, that sounds that sounds fun. Actually, for you, that sounds perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. What are you talking about? All I ever do is order out. Well, that's true. But you have to have somewhere to put. I almost said you have to have somewhere to put the leftovers, but that doesn't even make sense for you, does it? No. No. No, it doesn't. That doesn't compute. Left over? Why would you leave food for later? Isn't that a TV show, The Leftovers? Yeah, I've never seen it. Is it about food? I don't think so, because why would people just leave uh, food? <sighs> oh, classy. Classy start to the show. Really getting us going. We haven't even started the show yet. Oh, we've started the show, motherfucker. Bring you all of your comic geek and movie news all the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and do absolutely nothing else. I don't have the time, Andrew. I don't have the time. My name is Chris Trevo. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. You know, sometimes it's nice to just... You son of a bitch. <laughs> stop and smell the flowers and you take in... Yeah, no, wait, me, right? I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Take in... The environment that's that's in your part of your surroundings. Deep breaths, Chris. That's what I'm trying to say is deep breaths. I don't have the time. There's too much to go on. on. Oh, man, I've got so much going on. It's crazy. I'm going to I'm going to have a breakdown. It's nuts. Great. That means it's going to be a good episode today. Yes, it's going to be a very good episode today because I'm going to keep it moving. And at the end, I'm going to have a breakdown. All right. <laughs> I like the thing on the back of your. Shelf there, the Guardians thing. Oh, thank you. Is that wall art? What is that? Yes. It's a it's a nice little wall art piece for the, the second one. It's because one member of the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, an actor from the, those movies, may come up. I have that story as well. Excellent. All right, cool. Okay. Well, since we're getting into it, and as I've stated, I have a, an abundance. Of, wait, no, I don't have an abundance of time. What do I have again? A drought of time? A drought of time. I have no time. I have no time. Should we get right into it? Should Let's we get, get right into it. Do you it. want to talk more about the fridge? Do I, I feel bad that I feel like I cut you off about the fridge. Do you need to talk about the fridge more? No, I'm very... Does it have one of the little ice makers on it there? It does. And it's oh. got a door in door. What? So if I just need a condiment, I can open the first door and it's... You know how the door has like a shelf on the inside? Yeah, yeah. I can just open that wall on the other side of the shelf. So I can just grab the condiments or I can open the whole door and the condiments are still in the door and I can get to the stuff in the actual fridge. You should have led with that. I would have... <laughs> I would have canceled this entire episode. We'd be talking about your fridge this whole time. There's <laughs> a great. door that just lets you into the condiment section. Yes. Like I can just get to the things that are in the door if I need to. Just what I, th- just what I thought. That life couldn't get better. They've made ketchup easier to access. Yeah, they know. ketchup easier. I know. And it was just the thing that I needed to get through this whole, <laughs> this whole We've hit your breakdown early this week. Oh, man. I feel much better now. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Knowing that that's in the world. 
Oh, man. Great. Well, you okay. can find us on Spotify. and <laughs> <laughs> uh, If only. All right, Andrew, let's do it. Let's get into news. I'm raring to go. I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? I'm ready now, to you go. You already said you're ready to go, so I'm ready to go. Here we let's go. Let's do it. I got a bunch of news. I got a lot of news, actually. That's one of the reasons we got to get to it. I got a little bit of everything. I'm all over the place today. I got a little DC. I got a little Marvel. What do you want to start with? As always, the choice is yours. Knives out two. Too bad. I want to talk about Batman. It was just announced through the Hollywood Reporter that a new animated series is going to be coming to HBO Max and Cartoon Network. Batman, the Caped Crusader. Have you heard about this one yet? Uh, I think maybe. Is this the one that Bruce Timm is working on? Yes. So... But he's not the only one. Right. Right. So, a couple of big names involved in this one that gets my engine revving. So, it's a new animated series executive produced by Bruce Timm, one of the masterminds behind the original classic animated series. And the series. artist. And the artist. I mean, that's really, when I say mastermind, that's the, that's the part that he really, you know, he put his stamp on the idea he's of like that. He's really one of the few artists that like, at least in cartoons, that like if he's doing the art, especially for Batman, I'm in. It doesn't matter who's in the cast. It doesn't matter who's directing, who's writing. I'm in. Right, 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 right. But then they take it a step further because there's two more guys that you may have heard of that are executive producing this with Bruce Tim. Uh, a guy named, uh, I want to make sure I pronounce this correct. I believe it's J.J. Abrams. I think that's how you pronounce it. He's the guy who did... Oh, that was going to be a joke, but it's real now. I was going to say he's the guy who did those Star Wars movies, right? But he did those Star Wars he movies. He did those Star Wars movies. <laughs> I meant movies. the Star Trek movies, but he's done and all he of them. he did those too. He's done everything. Yeah. He's done it all, baby. And also another guy named Matt Reeves, who would be directing the current Batman movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. That movie that has been in the works for like six years or whatever. Right. Exactly. This is exciting. I heard about this just today. Yeah, me too. And I'm stoked for this already. Between Bruce Tim, who you know is going to put in some nice hours on that art for whatever it's going to be. And then also J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves involved in it. J.J. Abrams, say what you want, but the guy... Like, when he involves himself in a project, he ups the quality of it, for me at least, by at least 75 to 1,000 percent. I think he's hit or miss for me. Yeah. But uh, hopefully this is a hit. (laughs) I think this will be. Well, first of all, J.J. Abrams backing it allows for a certain uh, certain pedigree that would invite, because they haven't announced any of the voice cast or anything of it. I don't even think they've casted it yet. But it allows for a certain pedigree that they're able to get, not whoever they want, but there's that list gets a lot longer once J.J. Abrams is involved. I think there's a good chance we're going to get Kevin Conroy and, uh, you know, what? how can I remember Kevin Conroy's name and, and not Mark, Mark Hamill? Hamill? There he yeah. is. <laughs> you know, I think that would be really good. So here's the thing. So first of all, this is another stamp of approval for me. It received a straight to series order for HBO Max and Cartoon Network. Not, hey, make us a pilot. Make us two episodes. Let's see what what this is, and then maybe we'll make it to series. Straight to series, it's getting it's getting on the air for this show. And then this is the quote that came from the from the producers. This series will be thrilling, cinematic, and evocative of Batman's noir roots while diving deeper into the psychology of these iconic characters. What I like about that is, first of all, the idea of diving into the noir aspect of it, which a 
lends itself a little bit towards the Batman, towards the, the movie that's coming out. But also, it does harken back to Bruce Timm's artwork, and it does harken back to the style of the animated series. Which, again, that's what we're all kind of chasing here. You know, it's getting back to that as well. But also the idea of, like, diving deeper into the psychology of the characters. I like the idea of possibly being the animated series but less episodic and maybe more of a serial, you know, more of a long form structure. If they were to do that, I'd be like, let's get Kevin Conroy back in. Let's get Mark Hamill back in because it's an aspect. It's a way of seeing the character in animation that we haven't seen before and allowing those guys to really stretch their legs over a long run. If it's going to be more episodic, I'd actually be more open to having new voice cast. Because we've already seen Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill do that. And we know that they're great at it. But let's see what else other people have. I think it'd be really cool to do a continuation of the 90s version, but for people our age. Like the people who grew up with it. And it's the same show, but now it's like a little darker, a little heavier. Just like us. (laughs) A little darker and a little heavier. (laughs) Batman just has a paunch. He's just, you know... They don't get to the rooftop of the building. They all kind of stop at the seventh floor and they all just <laughs> pant on the stairwell for a second. They're just chasing each other and they all have to stop. They just agree to stop and they're just like, I just. <sighs> Batman has to down and ensure. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. All of a sudden, somebody's smartwatch goes off and they're like, hold on, wait. I got to take my pill. Yeah. Give me one ba- second. Batman's like, oh, I got my steps in. I'm going home. I got it. What's that? Yeah, 10,000. All right. Well, I guess I'll catch you next time. The police got this one. They got this. Yeah, they got this. It's just a lot of scenes where Batman goes, but yeah, I'm psyched for this. Like I said, I just saw this today and I'm like down for that. They did have one like title card as what was possibly the artwork. I don't know if that's the definitive artwork for it. I don't know if that's just something they mocked up really quick, but it does. Even that artwork looks closer even to. The Golden Age Batman has kind of the slightly longer ears to oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's holding a gun. He's holding <laughs> a gun. He's just, <laughs> he's just, he's just going after guys who are beating their wife. That's all. It's every episode. It's just breaking down. He's doors got a cigar. Fat. He's riding one of those. Yeah, fat guys uh, I don't remember the name cups. of it. He's riding one of those giant bicycles with the big wheels with like a handlebar mustache. The Penny loafers? No. What are they called? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, penny something. Penny penny farthings. farthings? Penny farthing. Yeah. Penny loafer is the shoe. Penny farthing yes, is the that's bicycle. Right. That's you right. You can that's wear right. a pair of penny loafers while riding a penny farthing. But Batman's going down to the old shop hay. With two P's and an E. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna yes. be great. That's going to be really good. Just bring, 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 bring. <laughs> I am mildly excited for this. I'm going to wait until a, like a trailer comes out. Right. I'm like at about 60, 70 percent because it could still go horribly wrong. Sure. Yeah. Do we want Robin? Do we not want Robin? Who do we want to see in this? That's his first name, right? That's the character that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt played? Yep. Okay, great. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Are there any villains in particular you're like, let's give these guys some play? Ooh. I, see, if it's a continuation of the old one, I'd love to bring back Mr. Freeze. I'd love to bring back Harvey Dent. Obviously, Joker. Like, if we can get Mark Hamill back as the Joker, I'd love that. But, like, new ones. I loved Clayface in that old one, too. But but new ones, I don't know. That's what they did so well. Like, I, I'm hesitant. I mean, you know Batman more than I do also. Yeah. So you would probably have a, a better idea of his, like, rogues gallery. But I, I that's the thing they did so well is they took these, like, nobody-nothing characters yeah. and just were like, mm, no. 
no, we're making this a real person. Right. I'd like to see um, Professor Pig is one that has come about in the last. Is that the one that's based on Harvey Weinstein or? <laughs> yep, that's it. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, no, he's a surgeon. He's a plastic surgeon who. Um, oh, yeah. Who it, believes that there's so much um, ugliness in the world that he constantly is trying to achieve perfection. He'd be a really good one to, to bring about. Hush, I think, be a really good inclusion in this one. Oh, yeah. Hush is kind of a hard one to do. He is, but if you do it well... No, I just... I mean, because, like, it's a closed story. You know what I mean? Like, does it, it sort is, of end and then Hush doesn't exist anymore? Or does he come back? Or? No, he's still kind of around. Right. I think one or two... They haven't really brought him back. I think maybe one or two stories they've tried to bring in. The Court of Owls could be really yeah, good. Yeah, that would be very good. Court of Owls could be really, really good. Wow. God, can you imagine Court of Owls in the style of the old 90s animated series? I know, I know. That would be insane. That'd be nuts. Yeah, all around, all around good things for this one. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. They're, they haven't announced a date or anything like that. They just announced that it's happening. So we're, this is definitely one we're gonna, we're gonna come back to. Chris, the reason I said I wanted to talk about Knives Out Two is because I didn't want you to take my news segment on Knives Out Two. There's <laughs> some new casting news. Knives Out Two has now cast fucking everyone. We already had. Daniel Craig, who was James Bond. He was in Logan Lucky. Now we've added Dave Bautista, who you may know from Guardians of the Galaxy Mm. in the MCU. Mm -hmm. And uh, among other things, Blade Runner, Stuper, My Spy, for which I think he won the Oscar. (laughs) And then we were also getting Catherine Hahn, who was most recently seen in WandaVision. Edward Norton, who was most recently seen in Everything Ever. And uh, Janelle Monae, who uh, has been seen in uh, Hidden Figures and Moonlight. She's also a a very eclectic uh, musician. And Leslie Odom Jr., who's most well-known for Hamilton and also Murder on the Orient Orient Express. Express, yes. Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. (laughs) That's the one. There was a detour they took towards the Orient. That's right. Uh, Also Oscar nominee as well. Uh, for one night in Miami. What did he do one time in Miami? <laughs> well, it's he made not a movie. Really, is yeah. that what it is? <laughs> yeah, he, and he won he, an Oscar for it. Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, great. Well, let me tell you, this movie that he made is <laughs> one night in Miami. He deserved an Oscar nomination for this performance. <laughs> have, have I got a hot story for TMZ? I know. I almost started writing this stuff down. And I was like, I don't know if Andrew knows Knives Out or saw Knives Out or likes Knives Out. I did. Did you? Melinda and I watched it. She was not keen to it. She thought it was kind of boring. I loved it. I loved it too. I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm stoked for this one. I would love this to be a continuing series. I like the way that they're doing this of like, this is his pro, 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 pro I'm not going to say that correctly. Pure. I always want to say it's Puro, but I feel like it's Poirot. I think it's close. Is it not Puro? No, it's like Poirot. Parrot? Poirot? It's spelled like Parrot. I, I don't speak French. What do you people Murder on the me? Orient Express. Exactly. I'd love it if this was his that, his Sherlock Holmes, as you were. Yeah, yeah. I think it's about time that we have a character like that that can just be, you know, kind of inserted into different stories uh, every single time. And he's the through line. I think that'd be great. And also the idea of like, hey, not every character that shows up in more than one movie has to have like this continuing story saga. We could just put him into different situations and watch him do his thing. I also just really like that we're doing, 
I mean, it's technically not an original property because it's a sequel. Right. But like, I like that we is, we though. are not doing. I know what you're saying. They could have done Sherlock Holmes. Like right. the first Knives Out, you could have taken out the Daniel Craig character and it could have just put in Sherlock Holmes. And it yeah, you worked. could have put it in London and put it in and made it Sherlock Holmes. A hundred percent. But I really like the. Uh, I don't know. There's something about like that part of the U.S. and about those characters and their backstory and right. that sort of right. waspy nature that I really, really like about those characters. Do you think, because the, the last one had some big names, I mean, including Daniel Craig, but also um, almost called him Steve Rogers, Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Do you think um, it's due to the success of the first one that we're getting so many big stars in this one? I think, yes. I think that's one that they can... I think it works twofold. I think the success of the first movie means a you can back the money truck up to the next budget because he's now he made like a deal for like two hundred million dollars or something. Not not just for this movie alone, but like it was over the course of several movies or something. It was something astronomical like that. So you could back the money truck up into the budget of this, which can afford you more stars. But I think once you see that this works, and once you see what they give you to do in a movie like this, stars go, oh wait. I can do this one movie, have really good material. It's really fun. You know, it's not, it doesn't fall into what seems to be the two big categories of movies nowadays, which is either award bait or giant big budget comic book movies. And you're going to be in 20 of them. And you're going to be in 20 of them, or you're going to be in one Oscar bait movie that's going to... That'll probably lose the Oscar. Well, that'll probably lose the Oscar, but also, like, you got to go deep into your psyche in order to, like, mine whatever dramatic, uh, you know, ethos you have to get through. You could just show up for a fun movie... And it's over the top. You can chew the scenery if you want to a little bit. Yeah. You can just spend every rehearsal yelling, I didn't kill that man. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or you could just, you know, you make the character as big or as small, give it some eccentricities because it plays into the world that they've built. And you didn't have a good time for one movie and then you never have to show up again, you know, and you have another hit on your resume. And for the next, you know, six months or people are like. I loved you in that Knives Out movie. You know what I mean? Like, this is a real easy one to get big stars in because you don't have to sign your life away to doing it. And you don't have the added pressure of like, well, I have to really, again, mine my dramatic training in order to get through doing every scene. Right. And usually those kinds of movies as well, there's a lot more takes. There's like, mm, wasn't deep enough. Right. Let's do it again. And let's do and then it, you again. Do it again. It's like, mm, it's a little too deep. We got to wind it back again. Uh, you're almost there. Let's try it one more time. Whereas like something like this. You do one, yeah, it's good, and then you do a second one just for good measure. Well, and the other thing is, you know, with a bigger cast like that, you're passing the ball. So it's not all the pressure is not on you. Right. It's an ensemble piece. Yeah. I mean, Edward Norton is a leading guy. He he helms his own movies. And typically they're going to fill out the cast with B list to C list to unknown actors. And it's all on his shoulders. Now he's got Batista. He's got obviously Daniel Craig. He's got Janelle Monet. He's got, you know, whoever else is going to end up in this cast by the end of it. Leslie Odom Jr., it's all, you know, they're all sharing the responsibility. They're all going to 
also have to serve every character equally. So you're not showing up every single damn day of the schedule. I did a uh, talk back for one of the Zoom shows I was in and someone asked, hey, what's the biggest difference between this and like a real stage production? And I, I had brought up, you know, we all as actors have like our, our safety nets. We have these like the techniques that we use, these methods. And like you're not necessarily supposed to always use them. They're mostly right. there for your back pocket in case you need them. And if you work with really good actors on stage, stage, you usually don't, don't need, need them, them because like, right. yeah, because they're like the people are giving you everything you need. Like if you see someone really like having a real hard time right in front of you and it's like just mortified or pouring their heart out or weeping or whatever, you don't usually need to, unless there's something wrong with you, you don't usually need to be like, let me think of something to make me feel something. Right. I don't need to think of my puppy dying if I'm watching someone else having a hard time, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I had said that like that when you're doing the zoom plays, you kind of have to dig into that more because instead of looking at the screen, you're looking at like a lens. So uh, I feel that, yeah, I think that's going to only help this movie that like there's going to be so many people that are just all giving each other great stuff. Right. And that's the thing is like, you know, again, the nice thing for Edward Norton is like normally he'd be or Janelle Monet or Dave Bautista or any of these people. They all want to sign up because normally on any given day. They have to be there every day for 14 hours a day. This time they're like, yeah, we're shooting your scene for Tuesday and Wednesday. And then uh, we don't need you again until, you know, the following Monday or something. And they're like, great. Are you kidding me? I don't have to, you know, I'll come down to set and have craft services, but that's pretty much it. I don't have to worry about it then. So, yeah, this is this is the type of movie that invites big stars to come and just have a good time. It's kind of like the Ocean's Eleven movies. You know what I mean? Like the fun of those is seeing all the stars together. But what kind of makes that chemistry work is they were all like, yeah, we don't have to like it's not all on us. We can pass the ball to everybody else. And this is the same way. Plus it's just a lot of damn fun to do. It's an old fashioned noir, like again, over the top, chew the scenery type of type of movie. So everybody kind of wants to do that because it's just fun. Like it's just a fun popcorn movie that you can do and not have to worry about doing 20 of them all the time. Unless you're Daniel Craig, unless you're Daniel Craig, but Daniel Craig (laughs) is coming off of James Bond where he ate boiled chicken for six months straight. Every time he has (laughs) and did 20 movies in a row and did 20 of those in a row. This he's like, Oh, I could put on an actual shirt, a real shirt and not some, it's fake suit that has to flex my muscles because I got a big fight scene. I do wonder if the two, the only two accents he can do are his normal English one and like Louisiana rich Southern. No, because he's done um, Road to Perdition. Oh. And he was in that one. He's better. This is the other thing that I think attracts him is he's better than he's gotten a chance to really show off in big movies. I think he I think he'll come back for a bunch of these because Knives Out gives him the ability to show off like I can do something very off the beaten path and it's not just me punching guys in the head all the time. You know what I mean? I can I'm not just James Bond and it's you know it's not like I'm going to do like some rom-com or something. I'm doing something that I've developed a real character. It's nice to see him like play just a guy. Yeah. But at the same <laughs> and what's nice is like not only is it 
it's not just just a guy. Like he can develop a full character around this. Again, he That's can. That's sort make of what this, I mean. Yeah, it's not like it's not a guy. He's just running in and just punching people and right. shooting people. Yes, exactly. And like, yeah, doing like Krav Maga and right. like parkouring off of a building and exactly. Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, my character's just gonna roll up in a Honda. That'll be like great. The, the James Bond scripts must have been ten pages long. It was like exactly. he chases him, he fights him, you know, he shoots him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the end. Yeah, this. He's like, oh, I have lines for this. This will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can actually develop a character in some right. sort of way. This will be nice. <laughs> and so this is one. This is another franchise that I think, even though all these other stars will come in for one, and that'll be it. He'll. He's like, I'll do like four or five of these. These are easy. We got some casting news. Not casting news. We got some character news for Doctor Strange. Damn it! I'm so upset. Oh. I had a good joke for this one. Wait, what character are you talking? You do yours. You say yours. Shumagora? That's not who I'm talking about at all. Continue with yours. Um, but it's yours, so I can do mine after. Okay, great. Awesome. No, there is another character that is going to be making an appearance in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. All right. Who's that? Ghost Rider. What? Yes. So this is, listen, uh, we'll take this with a grain of salt, but this comes from the Hashtag Show. They said that they had actually seen, I, I kind of liked this story for you because they said the way that they learned about it is they saw promotional artwork for it <laughs> for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness that featured Ghost Rider. Did they, were they able to tell who the actor was? No. So here's the thing. They haven't casted the actor yet. All right. It said that Ghost Rider is going to appear in a cameo. Nothing, not much more than a cameo appearance. However, they do know that it's going to be Johnny Blaze. It's going to be Original True Blue Ghost Rider. Original Recipe. Exactly. Original Recipe Ghost Rider. They don't know who it's going to be. It's not going to be Nicolas Cage. It's going to be a recast for that. So there's that, at least. <laughs> Listen, with the multiverse, could have been anything. That's true. But I think it is. they have said it is going to be a recast. It is going to be Johnny Blaze. Now, Ghost Rider already has made an appearance technically in the MCU because in, I think it's season four of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Ghost Rider had appeared, but that was Robbie Reyes. That was... A different Ghost Rider. That was Car Ghost Rider. <laughs> that was... That was Rev Rev Ghost Rider. This is Vroom Vroom Ghost Rider. You know what I mean? This is Evil Knievel Ghost Rider. This is Evil Knievel Ghost Rider, not Dale Earnhardt Ghost Rider. Correct. Which is how, from now on, we're going to refer to the two of them. <laughs> Sounds good. What do you think are the odds, though... So it's going to be recast, but what do you think are the odds that they're going to Red Skull this? Like, get someone who kind of looks or sounds like Nicolas Cage. Because you don't, you're probably not going to see him. Is it just going to be someone who comes up and he's like, I'm Ghost Rider. <laughs> it's just like, that, wow, the I, bees. I really hope that's the only line he has. <laughs> I just hope... Doctor Strange is going, I don't even care where he is. He's just going somewhere and he just looks to his right and it's just, I'm Ghost Rider! And then just right back to the action. No explanation whatsoever on this. So how do we know, did someone see like a person with like a green screen head on or what? No, so apparently they saw concept art. Sorry, not promotional art, oh. concept art. So, a concept so some art concept for, art for was leaked. Yes, but they didn't actually... But that doesn't necessarily mean he'll be in it. Yes, th that's also true. 
that's very true. It is Sam Raimi. And I can definitely, ah, but Marvel, because I can definitely see Sam Raimi going to them and being like, give me everyone you got. Anyone you'll let me use in this movie, I want them all. Right. But Kevin Feige is very stingy about the characters appearing in things. That's true. He's very much a, we don't want to use anyone unless they're necessary for the story kind of guy. Well, okay, but you are sitting in front of a poster for Guardians of the Galaxy, which has a running gag of using Howard the Duck to really no effect except a cameo, right? Sure. I wouldn't call it a running gag. I'd say they did it once. Yes. Right, but you know what I'm saying. They did it, they've done it twice. Um, No, they did it once and the other one was Endgame. No, no, he was in two. He was coming out of the... uh, I want to call it a brothel, but it was, I think it was a bar. Oh, yeah. I think it was like a brothel. Yeah. It's like a robot brothel. A row brothel. A rothel? A row brothel. A row. Um, I feel like it needs a little less. That's why I'm going. I feel like rothel. Robotful. Bothel. Robothel. Rothel. It's got to be robothel, right? Yeah, I feel like rothel. Rothel? Yeah. Instead no. of brothel, rothel. Because it's a robot. No, brothel. that sounds like that sounds like a brothel for waffles. A rothel? Yeah, a rothel sounds like a a brothel for waffles. Not not rothel, not with an F. R o t h e l. Rothel. Rothel instead of brothel. Rothel. I don't know. It sounds like Can a you just broth- loop me saying it's, brothel. <laughs> it sounds like brothel. a brothel for Rosses with lisps. Why couldn't they have that? They people with lips. Need to lisps. See, we need, we need to get laid too. Um, I thought that was a beer. <laughs> Is that a beer? Yep. Oh, it's water. Yeah, it's an aluminum coarse <laughs> light. We need to get laid too. Swig. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, Mac. Okay. I need to met wet more than my whistle. I gotta go to the rothel. See, it rolls off the tongue. It doesn't. What was I saying? Oh, Howard the Duck. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, sure. I think this could actually. Here's here's the thing. Yes, he's stingy with characters. If you're going to use them in a large capacity, he's he can be stingy with characters because he wants to make sure he's able to use them. But when it comes to something like Ghost Rider, which you're right, chances are we will only see him as the Flaming Skull. There's no casting that needs to be worried about. Right. You could have a voice cast, but you could do this silently. You could just have the character roll up on his hog, which is a motorcycle, not his dick. Okay? <laughs> but he's from hell. Who knows what kind of weird shit's going on there? So he could roll up on his on his hog and then like, you know, do something or nothing. You could just see him somewhere and then that's it. And he's made his cameo and you can still use him again. You can, you know, cast whoever you want. You're still, you know, so you get the thrill of including that character in the movie without having to tie yourself to an actor or worry about when they're going to appear next or anything like that. To be fair as well, if they're going through the multiverse, if they find him in another dimension, then it doesn't matter who they cast. They could they could cast a woman as that role. They could do whatever they want, you know, because you'll never see him again. It's time for one of my patented bold predictions that will never pay off. Are you ready, Andrew? Yes. Ghost Rider is one of the post-credit scenes for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Cool. 
Very bold of you. Thank you. Why would that be? See, that's the other thing. Can you imagine if in, like, before Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 came out, people were like, there's concept art for Howard the Duck. Why would there be concept art for a character that doesn't speak or a character that's in it for, like, two seconds? Right, but there'd have to be concept art for just what it's going to look like, even if it's just a camera. You have to develop what the character's going to look like before they animate it. I think they do concept art for literally every, like, background character and everything. No, but he's not a background... First of all, he's a CGI character, so they would have to develop some sort of concept art to tell the animator, you know, this is what we want the... what Howard the Duck to look like. You know? Concept art is not just, like reams and reams of designs and da 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 for just the main characters. You have to develop concept art. I'm just skeptical. That's all I'm saying. Listen, this is why my predictions are so bold. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Yeah, are you ready to hear something that's probably actually going to happen in this movie? Sure. Chris, there's a new leak being reported and it's a leak you should see a doctor about. A doctor... Strange. <laughs> Do you get it? Brilliant. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you. Wait, no. Oh, God. Okay. Nope. <laughs> you hear the crowd? Do you hear them? Do you hear the crowd? They're going mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, are you done? Right now. What's crowd that? is loving that. Are you finished? Crowd is loving that joke. Yes, I'm finished. You might even say, I'm done. Great. Skip ahead if you don't want to know who the villain in Doctor Strange 2 is. Or don't, because this could easily be bullshit. The Illuminerdy, which evidently is a comic book source news place, they're reporting that uh, the villain of Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Magic, has been leaked, and it is none other... Then the uh, he's the many angled one, one of the many angled ones, Shuma Gorath. And they're also reporting that this has been confirmed, like a hundred percent, that it was an update later that like they have a like an inside source who reported it, and then they d- said this is definitely it. So Shuma Gorath is this like green testicle eyeball. <laughs> Like a bunch of tentacles sticking out. I really hope that's the official blurb off the Marvel website. Yeah, I think so. That's how he introduces himself. He comes in with a top hat and a cane, and he's like, "Hi, I'm a I'm a tentacle testicle." (laughs) (laughs) Got a monocle. Yeah, he looks actually a lot like I don't remember his name, but that starfish thing that's going to be in Suicide Squad. Starro. Yeah, he looks a lot like that, but he's green. And he's, yeah, he's got like a big eyeball and then tentacles. I'm sorry. Can we just go back a second? You just compared this villain to both a starfish and a testicle. Yes. Okay. My next question is... What's the difference? And I I really... First of all, I'm hesitant to ask this question. And secondly, a little surprised it's taken me this long in our relationship to ask this question. Andrew, what do your testicles look like exactly? Starfish. Okay, good. Excellent. Just <laughs> so we got that out of the way. Continue. So Shumagorath is one of the great old ones or the many angled ones. They're like these ancient beings that lived long before people and they live between dimensions. So like in the multiverse of matter, think of it like like bricks, like each brick is a different universe and they live in like the concrete that holds the bricks together. In the comics, he ruled over mankind tens of thousands of years ago, probably. And uh, when he first made his way to Earth, because he is the ruler of many, many different universes. So when he made it to Earth, he was like, I'm just going to eat everything here, kind of like Galactus style. And he starts eating all the people. But what he didn't know is there's this guy named um, 
Seisneg? Sizeneg? It doesn't matter. It's the word Genesis spelled backwards. But it's this guy who, at the same time, was traveling basically around the universe collecting all of the magic for himself. And he got it and became basically like this godlike creature and uh, banished testicle man to another dimension until he would come back years later and uh, Doctor Strange has to give him what for. He probably can't be killed. We've never seen the full extent of his power, but he's been around millions of years. He's basically immortal. And the same source is reporting that the reason he is the main villain, what his goal is, is he's trying to track down a being who has the ability, the natural ability, to jump between universes. And that character is America Chavez. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're thinking this is how they're going to introduce Miss America? I think so. Interesting. That's an interesting way to introduce Miss America. Considering you'd naturally assume it would be like a Captain America movie. Because, you know, they share the word America. Right. But she also, she's she's from an alternate dimension. She's kind of, she's got like the Superman story where like where she comes from, everyone has all these abilities. But she ran away from home and made her way to Earth where she's like this incredible being. So she decides to help out. Right, 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 right. But they do both have the word America, so, you know, my thing. But here's the thing. Um, Miss America, her real name is America Chavez. So she's got it twice. She takes precedent over Steve Rogers. True, 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 true. If his name was Steve America or America America. Well, I believe his name is Steve America Rogers. But that's still only a tie. His name would have to be Mm. Steve America America or America whatever Mm. his real middle name is America. Well, what if it was America America America? Or he could be Steve America Rogers and his alias is American American (laughs) or something. Mm. Steve American Rogers the... The apple pie baseball. the, The American. It's junior, but the word America. The brave home of the freedom prize. Mmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and funnel cake. Oh. And deep fried Oreos. Funnel cake's not American though. And heart attacks. That's a hundred percent American. <laughs> There's nothing more American than, than a, a heart good attack. old fashioned heart attack. <laughs> There's nothing more American than triple bypass surgery. Mm-hmm. Like Mama used to make coolant on a windowsill. That's interesting. That's really uh, first of all. That sounds like a great villain yeah. for Doctor Strange, especially after Dormammu. I don't know. That's the only part of it, actually, that I don't really dig, is that he's basically Dormammu in a different package. Spell this guy's name. Oh, God. I want to look at an image. Shuma. It's, it's spelled exactly how it sounds. Shuma, S-H-U-M-A, Gorath, G-O-R-A-T-H. Oh, here, it came up. It came up. He hasn't been used that much in the comics. He actually, I think, was originally like a Conan the Barbarian villain, and they oh, just sort he of... he does look like Starro in a testicle put together. You're right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's cool. Speaking of talking to your doctor about something. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. (laughs) That's called a callback. Oh, very nicely done. You know what that deserves. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) I wasn't going to. I was going to let it go. And then you said, oh, for fuck's sake. I have nowhere to be. That's true. I have somewhere. I I should be doing this to to keep you here. Okay. All right. That's it. I'm moving on to the next thing. Ready? I have this story and I got it just for you. 
Ready? I'm going to, by the way, I'm going to preface this with, I'm about to tell a story that I literally have no idea what I'm talking about. And that's nothing new. I will admit, but it's so, is this where your mental breakdown is going to happen? I have no idea what I'm talking about to the point that I'm going to say words that have no meaning to me whatsoever and no context for what they're talking about. So here we go. Head first right into this. Ready? It was announced that there is a new Dragon Ball Super movie, Dragon Ball Super 2, coming out at some point. <laughs> there was, and a new Dragon Ball Super movie was announced May 9th, which is actually Goku Day. Did you know that? I knew there was one. I didn't know what day it was. It's May 9th because the, May 9th is the Japanese... Go coup. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. So the plot is sparse. There's not much as far as that's going on, but Akira Toriyama is heavily involved. Andrew, first of all, translate everything I'm talking about right now back to me so I have any idea what I'm talking about. And two, is this something that you are actually interested in or did I just waste everyone's time? Are you sure it's not May 7th? That's I'm just going based on what I'm I, what I read. Hold on. Ichni Sanchi Go Roku. What's seven? Ichni Sanchi Go Roku. Sheech is yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Q is nine. Yes. So it's actually it's what it means is five, which is the the May is the fifth month. Right. Five. Five nine. nine. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. Yeah. Coup. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. God damn it. Oh, you just. okay. I thought you were saying the month of May is called go or something, which it might be. But I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I for all I knew, that was what that was. Most of those words you knew. There were only a couple you didn't know. How'd I do? Is that pretty good? Great. I Yeah, you you said, I mean, you didn't give a lot of information. There well, is no information. <laughs> I just saw it and thought you'd like me to tell you about I, it. I'm going to be honest with you. Dragon Ball Super, people really like. I've seen a couple episodes. It's not really my jam. God damn it, Andrew. I found a story just for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Can you pretend you like it and then take it back later if I left the gift receipt? I mean, it's no Dragon Ball GT. What is that? We're going to get tweets for that. Good. I hope we do. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do. Chris, Dragon Ball GT is Shut famously up. I hated. don't care. No one likes it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Wait, I think I knew that from the panel you made me go to. Did we go to a Dragon Ball panel? Didn't we go to a Dragon Ball panel? I don't know. I think I have no we idea. did. We went to some anime panel with all the voice artists, and everyone seemed very excited at a lot of things that they were saying, and I sat there just going, what is this, and when can I leave? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Why is everyone so wet? Is there, are there sandwiches at the end of this? <laughs> Why do I constantly hear crunching from the audience? You did great. Is it good that Akira Toriyama is in it? What? What? No, he's... <laughs> well, not in it, but he's involved in it. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. Akira Toriyama was the original creator, and he made all the characters. Right. And he's like, I can spot an Akira Toriyama. It, it, it's interesting, because like, what he did was sort of revolutionary, but in the... I don't know who to compare it to. It's like, if I see a character that was created by him, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a Akira Toriyama character. It's They all look exactly the same. Yeah. So he's going to be heavily involved. So apparently that's good. Yeah, that's good. He's, okay, yeah. good. Excellent. Yeah. He created <laughs> yes. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. The, those are the two big ones. People really like Dragon Ball Super, but it's not really my jam. This is what I think we should do from now on, is that we should just find news stories that I, neither of us have any idea what we're talking about. And you try and, like, you find news stories that you have no idea what 
they're talking about, but I would know and you tell them to me and then I translate to you what you've just talked about. That should be. What are things that you would know that I know nothing about? Pennsylvania? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, I was like, that's pretty much it. I was trying to think. Well, I mean, according to our last episode, the Oscars. So there you go. Oh, yeah, that's there you true. Go. Anyway, there, so there's that. Great. G- give Good me job. Oscar. Good job. Chris. Just, thank you. Thank you. No, stop doing that. I need, I have stuff I need to do. I got shit to do here. All right. Keep, let's keep it moving. Chris. Let's keep it moving. This Is Us has been canceled and I couldn't be happier. And I have written here, that's it. That's the news. Listen, first of all, This Is Us wasn't canceled. They are choosing to end the show. Oh, on I the bet. sixth season. No, they are choosing it's to end the show. It's such a bad fucking show. It's, it's a so great bad. show. No, it's you're not. absolutely off your it's goddamn so mind. It's so bad. The no, only thing it's, it's you should fantastic. give it a rewatch. You should rewatch those episodes now that you know the like twist endings because like this is one of the few things this happens all the time to me and i fucking hate it i don't know if i'm smart or if television's just dumb but like specifically with this is us the whole point of that fucking show is it has these like wild twists that you didn't see coming that every time i'm like Ah, like the first spoiler alert for This Is Us for like the very first episode. The first episode, I was like, oh, that's cool. This one takes place in like the 70s and the other storyline takes place in the present. I was watching with my ex when we were still together and she was like, how can you tell? And I was like, the doctor's smoking in the hospital and like, look at what this guy is wearing. It's like all 70s clothes. Everywhere he goes, it's like all 70s out. People are wearing like bell bottoms and like wide collars and shit. And then at the end, it was like, oh, it was the 70s. And I was like, yeah, I know. And, like, every single one of those, I'd be like, oh, those two are related. And then at the end, it's like, they're related. And I'd be like, yeah. And so, like, every time, I'm like, this is just existing on trying to get people to be like, I wonder what the thing's going to be. And it's like, there's no other substance to that show. No, first of all, you're absolutely wrong. There's a ton of other substance to that show. A hundred percent. No. Disagree. Well, you could disagree, but I disagree with your disagreeing. I disagree with your disagreement of my disagreement. Well, I disagree with your disagreement of my disagreement of your disagreement with disagreeing with me. Well, I disagree with you. Well, that's just cold, motherfucker. (laughs) I'm happy it's not going to be odd anymore. Well, that's good for you. Then why are you watching it? I watched the first season to give it a shot because everyone was like shitting themselves over it. And I was like, oh, this is bad well are, do you still watch it no then why do you care if it's going off the air because this can pave the way for something good to be in that time slot first of all first of all time slots who watches i didn't even know you watch broadcast television you didn't know what young rock was the other but day i just like and that's the on idea the same damn network <laughs> i like the, the idea you don't watch i like the idea of Television improving on average as a whole. I think whatever the worst show is, even though I'm not watching those specific things, cut it out and put something better in and like keep doing that until television and movies as well are all much better. Right. According to you. However, I love that show. I think it's fantastic. But you're wrong. No, I'm not. I am very much not wrong. It's a very well-written show. It doesn't just rely on just the twist. You just, you think that that's the only conceit of it. It's not. The the twists are fun. It's a fun aspect of it structurally, but that's not 
entirely what that show is about. It's not Lost, okay? Yeah, 100%. It's not about, Except Lost was it's good. It's not about the twist. Lost was good some of the time. Exactly, and at least it had that going for it. Wrong. This Is Us has been more consistent than Lost. I'm going to go on record and yeah, say that. Yeah, I agree. It Why has been more, talking about This Is Us? It has been more consistent. You're right. You Consistently know I bad. It has been no, consistent the entire time. absolutely out of your damn mind. You want to you take this outside? 100% wrong. I would love to. I will defend Jack Pearson until the day I, I don't die. Know who that is. Until you pry the crockpot out of my cold, dead hands. Only people oh, who watch the right. quality show of This Is Us will understand those references, and those are the only people I care about. I can't believe they let a crockpot kill someone. Like, what? If if I... Here's the thing. Crockpots kill someone every Not year. Not for 30 and years. And that was a public and here's service the other that, thing. that show if I had, If I said to someone, oh man, that show is wild, a crockpot killed a guy... Every single thing that you would think in your head would be better than what actually happened. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you imagine a crockpot coming to life and stabbing someone, that's better. Well, duh. Of course, that's better. Of course. Yeah, so do a that. A crockpot killing someone is totally better. If they had the balls to put that in That'd This Is Us, oh, I'd, be I'd be down. Uh, listen, that's the, to me now, that's the only thing that this show is missing. <laughs> It's a serial killer crockpot. Everything else plus that. Okay? The show's bad. And they would rename it from This Is Us to This Is That. <laughs> Amazing. And you're, you're full of shit. Anyway, I'm moving on. All I'm right. moving on. I can't. Because you can't uh, defend it. I understand. There's always one thing that you say either during the show or after the show that sticks with me for like the rest of the time until we record next where I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Andrew, goddamn done. Yeah, because now if you go and rewatch it, you're going to be like, this is bad. No, it's not. I, I love that show. I don't think it just relies on I'm not getting into this anymore. We're not doing this the whole fucking episode. I'm not talking about this is us. Why couldn't it have stopped recording during this conversation? Which is easily the one we should cut out. Which is definitely the one we won't. Fuck! Okay. (laughs) Jesus Christ. What do you have? Other than anger issues. Um, this is new. And a weird heart on for this is us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna find something. I'm gonna find something of yours and I'm gonna. I'm gonna just shit on it one day. Mark my words. Um, when you, the moment you forget about this conversation, I'm gonna find something and I'm just gonna break it apart. You know what you're gonna do? You're gonna sign this is us to me. That's what's oh, gonna happen. I would love to. Oh, shit. What was I? Okay. <laughs> I think I did just snap just now. I just, I felt it. I felt, I felt it. Like a little click just went off and I just. It's good. I, See, I, I think it's good that you have this outlet to let out your emotions oh, for the week. Thank you. Okay, good. Oh, Venom 2. I want to tell you. So Venom 2 got a trailer. Venom 2. Yeah. Did you see Ven- the trailer for Venom 2, Let There Be Bad Movie? Did yes. you see this? I think it looks fantastic. Venom 2. 
I think it looks better <laughs> I'm kidding, than the, actually. I didn't oh see the first God. one. I was like, I, if I you're going to get you going again. I was like, I swear to God, if you just spent 15 minutes trashing <laughs> This Is Us, I mean, compared like, to This I Is Us, I can't wait for Venom 2. I'm going to Compared to This Is Us, you. Human Centipede deserves an Oscar. <laughs> I hate you so but much. I saw, yes, yes. I, I mean, never liked you. I saw the trailer. I still haven't seen the first Venom movie. It didn't look very good. This one also doesn't look very good. They fix, I can't remember his name, but Carnage's hair. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I don't remember the Max Cat. Ca- no, is it Max Cassidy? Cassidy, Cassidy something. something bu- no, not Butch. Cl- Cletus? Cletus. No, Cletus Cassidy. Cassidy. Is it Cletus Cassidy or Cassidy Cletus? Cletus Cassidy. There's no way of finding this out. <laughs> and don't tweet us on what the right answer is. Other because- than asking the guy who's read all the Marvel comics. Right. Listen, uh, if we got it wrong, which we did because we said it both ways, uh, if you want to tweet us to tell us the right way, don't because I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't look very good. No. They fixed his hair. They fixed his hair. Which is fine. Which I actually kind of miss because I'm like, if you're going to do that character, I mean, that's one of the most recognizable things about him. <laughs> just make so it just Carrot Top. fucking go crazy with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> they should have just cast Carrot Top. Yeah. That be- you know, I bet he could have pulled that off. That being said, it look, look, first of all, Venom was not good. I wouldn't even go so far as to say it was bad. It just was like. That's what I've heard. It's like just underwhelming. Yeah. I think the way I described it was if this if it was a superhero movie that had been made in the 90s when we had nothing yeah we'd be like this is great yeah like spawn right it's very kind yeah. of spawn-esque like it's it's that type of thing that being said this looks marginally better than the first one i mean woody Haller- hallerson woody harrelson is a great if actor wanna, if you want to tweet us on what woody harrelson's actual name is don't because we don't <laughs> give a fuck he, yeah i think he's gonna be really good at this he's really good at like chewing the scenery when he wants to it's a little old for he this could be, but i don't know what cletus cassidy cassidy cletus's actual age is anyway i know he doesn't really have to be a certain age but like for me it was like like we've been waiting for carnage for like 15 years and now because first of all because it's woody harrelson and i know that he does not give a shit about these movies and because he's a little on the older side it's probably not coming back no which is fine this seems that like the type of movies that they're gonna kill every villain again that old school yeah like mentality to it which is sad to me like this is such a great villain to use but... i mean listen andy circus directed this great yeah. Which actually, again, it does look marginally better. And I yeah, I, yeah. And I do feel like anything, at least in the trailer, that looks marginally better is going to be his input. It has a little more of the humor to it, which he can actually be. I mean, if you remember Scar, not Scar. What's his name from uh, from Black Panther and oh, uh, Claw. Claw. Claw, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. If you want to tweet us that it was oh Claw God. and not Scar, don't because I don't give a fuck. You're thinking of the Lion King. You'd be good in The Lion King. Anyway, not the point. Not as Scar, though. Ah, you know what? Actually, I bet you he'd be great at Scar. No, he'd be terrible at Scar. You think so? Yeah. You're just doing this again. (laughs) Don't start this again. Don't do this. All right? I'm a little surprised by how... Look, again, you're right. Not that this movie looks necessarily terrible, but I'm a little surprised it's not better looking with him directing it. Mm -hmm. And, like, like, all these actors are great. Right. Like, I almost called him Eddie Brock. Um... What's his name? English McGrady. Yeah. Tom Hardy <laughs> is a great actor. <laughs> and uh, Woody Harrelson is a great actor. Who's writing this? Do we? Is it the same writer? Uh, that's a great question. It must be. I think that it is. But let me, I can double check 
Do I do I care to double check this? No, but okay, like he, great. I don't know. Like it opens with him eating like waffles with pancakes and mayonnaise and oh, that's fun. Yeah, I get it's venom. It's venom. It's venom. I, I know what you're saying. I listen. Venom has. I will say this. Venom has had like. He's gone through some peaks and valleys in the comics, even as like being this grisly, horrible, monstrous creature, and then also just being some sort of like laughing stock punching bag of a character as well. Yeah. And eventually, I think currently he's like a hitman for the government. Right. Sure. And so you can kind of, because of that, you can kind of find the freedom to to live somewhere in the middle of that, which I think that's what. Andy Circus is going for with this. And that's why I'm like, I see that opening scene. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. All right. It's fine. You know? Yeah. You also can't really change a whole lot from the first one. Exactly. There has to be some kind of continuity. Yeah. There's got to be a template. I mean, I know you could, people are going to be like, well, what about Thor Ragnarok? And I'm like, yeah, but we also had two movies that were the same. And also in the Avengers movies, they show that that character could be used to that comedic effect. So you did, that wasn't as big a leap as you think that it is. Whereas this, you can't like night and day it unless you're going to completely revamp it. Yeah. And actually speaking of Ragnarok, each of those movies, he does become more, I don't know what the word for it is, uh, like sort of nonchalant, more hum- more accustomed to the weird things he's seeing. It isn't until Thor Ragnarok that that becomes funny to us. Right. That's what, And that's what I'm saying. They're ratcheting that up over the course of several movies. Um, and so, yeah, I, I you said exactly what I was about to say, which is like there's a template with the first one. You can expand the template, but you can't break the template. Yeah. I mean, listen, am I going to see this? Probably not. I mean, it doesn't look, I don't want to say it looks basically the same as the first movie as far as what the beats of the storyline are going to be, but it definitely doesn't look, I mean, look, when you have a, when you have a character like Carnage, that whenever this guy shows up in the comics, it's something like, you know, that this is going to be an arc that you need to pay attention to like maximum Carnage. This doesn't look like that. Like this should be Carnage should feel like one of those characters that three, four movies in, you bring out Carnage and you're like, this is a game changer. You know what I mean? This series has been like, if they brought in Carnage to the Spider-Man Tom Holland movies, all of a sudden you've had these nice, colorful characters with the Vulture and Mysterio and then whatever they're doing with this third one. And then they bring in Carnage, who's a killer. And it's like, this is a game changer right here. This doesn't feel like that. This feels like another villain of the week. It should feel like Spider-Man's Avengers. Right. Right. Exactly. Like you're kind of punching and having fun. And then it's like, oh, shit. No, now New York is about to be new. Yeah, shit got real. Um, this doesn't feel like that. This feels like, all right, this is the next villain in a line of villains. And that's what, not what Carnage is. And so I think that that's what gives that kind of letdown feeling for this whole thing. For sure. Yeah. All right. What, what else? What else you got? That's all I got. That's all you got? That's, that's all it? I got. All right. Wait, there was one thing that we didn't talk about. That you and I both have. Herpes. We don't need to talk about that if we gave it to each other. <laughs> I talked about mine. I'm ashamed. Not the herpes. I talked oh. about the thing that we said we both had. Wait, what was the thing that we... Then what was your thing that we both had? It's Dave Bautista being in Knives Out 2. Oh, no, you're right. You did. And actually, I, that was... Did this happen twice? 
where we both thought we had the same thing. And we didn't. And then it turned out to be different things. Yes, it did. Because I have one more. I'll do it really quick. Oh, my gosh. But it's a Dave Bautista story. That's why I thought it was. Dave Bautista came out and said in an interview he is officially done with Drax after volume three of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he came out. He said, listen, they were they were, you know, they had been trying to explore a Drax Mantis movie that kind of fell through that I was really looking forward to. He said, you know, they've kind of leaned into the comedic aspect of the character as opposed to Drax the Destroyer, which which is, for me, one of the things that appealed to me about the character. He says, it's not that I don't hate the the character. Not that I don't hate the character. He does hate the character. No, it's not that he hates (laughs) playing it or being in the movies, anything like that. He just feels like after volume three... I'm kind of done with the arc of Drax. Like, I feel like he's, yeah. his storyline is pretty kind much done. Kind of done being, like, the laurel to Chris Pratt's Pratt's Hardy. Hardy. Exactly, yeah. So, it wasn't like, fuck this, and I'm definitely done, and fuck it, and I hate it. And I'm, He's like, I'm, I'm ready to move on. I want to do other stuff, and I don't want to, you Yeah, know. I mean, on the side of these movies, he's been doing, like good real work like he was in like james bond and blade runner he's in dune yeah he kind of made a, a comparison to him and, and dwayne johnson and he's like listen you know that guy does a whole different thing like that guy's the biggest movie star in the world and he wanted to be the biggest movie star in the world and so he does a certain type of picture and a certain type of movie and that's fine for him and i don't mean any disrespect but i'm trying to do a different thing i'm trying to be like a real actor like you said like blade runner which was a he was in one scene but he actually you know, he brought his performance down a little bit. He's doing Knives Out. He's doing these other things. So, Well, exactly the point. He was in one scene and he chose that over something else for a reason. Right. So he said, I'm pretty much done with Drax after volume three. And then he was like, but if they wanted to recast Drax and use it again, he's like, I would not be upset with it at all. Oh, you know, that's, totally that's interesting. James Gunn then immediately came out on Twitter and was like, nobody, if you're done, Drax is gone. No, there's, we'll yeah. never recast Drax. He'll always be there. If he's going to come die in the third, he's definitely dying. You know what though? I don't think they would. I, I mean, let's, I don't shouldn't say that they could totally do that. I think they would just kind of send him off. That's what I think they would do. I think Dave Bautista is leaving this door open in a way that is like, never say never. You know what I mean? Because they were like, I mean, would you ever do it? He's like, I mean, you never know. But like right now, that storyline is done. So I think they would send him off. And the Guardians of the Galaxy, the franchise and the from the comics as well, gives it the ability to go. Well, these guys should just kind of come and go. I know they're establishing a family aspect with these movies, with these characters. But over the course of years, the Guardians have had several different iterations and different members coming in and out and in and out. There's no reason that Drax and Mantis couldn't go off together and have kind of their sunset ending. And then new characters can come in and Drax can come in at another point if they wanted him to. But yeah, after volume three, that is the end of Drax for now. I guess he destroyed too hard. I wanted to hate that joke, but at the same time, I I felt like an itch on my eye and I couldn't concentrate (laughs) all my hatred into that joke if I wanted to. I think that's about it. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all you got. I don't even have a lightning round version of this. We're done. That's it. Me neither. There wasn't really a lot. There were a lot of trailers. None of them were very good. There wasn't a lot of news, but what was news was good news. So. (laughs) Especially This Is Us being gay. Don't. Damn it. You did say it was all good news. I do it to myself, really. I do it to myself. Yeah. So, anyway. Oh. 
Actually, yeah. no, there is, what's up? There is what's, one more. What's the one more hey, thing? Hey, yeah. Andrew. Yeah. Um, hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. We're also on iHeartRadio and Pandora now. You can also find us on the hosting site, soundcloud.com slash the Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Facebook. We're on Instagram. You can also check out our videos. We're, uh, we're getting close to Ooh. making a Loki video Ooh. about the new Disney Plus series, sort of diving into what could possibly happen, what he does in the comics, and if they can transition some of those storylines over to the show. Mm. We're also, if you want to chip in a buck or two, we're on patreon.com slash themedialunchbreak. You can send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. You can also visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. We have an Amazon affiliate link in the description, maybe a couple, because uh, we might have Knives Out in there for you to watch. We might have This Is Us, if you're an idiot, uh, and want to watch that. Ah, there you go. And uh, we've got a bunch of uh, uh, there's a bunch of good stuff, so click around in there, take a look, see what uh, if anything tickles your fancy. We get a very small kickback. It doesn't cost you anything extra if you choose to buy anything using those links. It helps us out around here. It does. Give us a rate and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. Give us the old thumbs up and a subscription. And a special shout-out and a thank you to our dear friend, Julie. Thanks, Julie. Thank you, Julie. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. All right, that's it. Next week, we are talking um, Invincible Mm -hmm. and Jupiter's Legacy. That's right, and we're going to talk a little bit about um, this comic that I have now already read. That's going to be good. I'm looking forward to that. All right, that's it. We're done. There wasn't a thing, and now we made a thing. We made it. Always is, and making things is always the best. So that's true. Now you go out and go make a thing of your very, very own. That's true, but don't make a podcast. Because we don't like competition. And we're not very good. Yeah. So we don't want competition. Do your own thing. All right? Get your own Do idea. Do your own thing. You little, yeah. you little thief. Dress one of your testicles up as a little a green tentacle monster with an eyeball. Yeah. Dress the other one up as Starro. And then make them fight. Or I kiss. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> we always get so close to ending... <laughs> Like we like um there's so many episodes where I'm like we did really good like we, we were really classy on this one and like didn't make some sort of stupid penis joke and then we talk about testicles get, kissing and then we get right to the end like right to the end and it's like we had it pent up and like can't release it until the it's ah, it's so close fun fact don't <laughs> don't. A video of testicles kissing, better than watching This Is Us. I hate you for saying that, but I'll allow it because I enjoyed the joke. (laughs) Uh, I'll give you that.